Welcome, Enemy Lily fans. You know, we try a new website. If, if you see from the top corner of your side, we have Restream side. So we're we're practicing our new website uh, that we're trying out. So hopefully it looks good. Hopefully it sounds good. Uh, for anybody that's there, please let us know how we sound. Um, definitely check us out on Twitch and YouTube. We're live on both sides. Uh, if this fails, then please let us know in the comment section below. But Legendy Vash here. Sounding man. We're just experimenting on some new stuff, honestly. And yeah. like since uh, unfortunately, like we said, uh, Ray can't join us. James can't join us. A, none none of the other members actually, of the team. They are a little busy. Too. And since it's just me and Vash, it's like, you know what? Why don't we just experiment some new tech that we are we wanted to try out for a while yeah for we like months. so busy with like all the stuff like that sort of thing like we never really had this kind of time until now and so ray and ray has highly recommended for us to try restream so we could stream on both on um both on our channels of network of uh, platforms which is twitch and youtube so we're trying this out uh we're gonna see if you guys like it where you guys could see on both sides and we could see on the chat better and we could put the topic of how we are going to be live from now. So, like, for example, where we want to show that, for example, you can see all the links are down below to find us. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Stuff like that. And don't forget to follow us on social media, like, for example, like this. So, for example, when we start talking about My Hair Academia, Chapter 341, JJK, Chapter 172, and then the Chapter 95 of the three cover stories that we'll be doing today, we might do more. It depends on how we feel and the conversation will be going. And additionally, don't forget, um, if you're new to the channel, if you like what you see, like I was joking about it before, but when we're serious, like, comment, and subscribe, it's going to appreciate it. And if you listen to it on all podcast platform, big shout out to our um, podcast editor, Abe, Prince Allah, the son of Dark Side, because it's all thanks to him so you guys could listen to your commute on, on, on the podcast feed. And we appreciate that. Don't forget to put a like, a rating. All those things are glad appreciate and help support us in the brand and the channel itself. But um, also, hopefully... like yeah, with restream, we're also able to stream on Twitch as well. Something that we actually been wanting to do new content from that direction in a while. But I guess we could do with this new restream, with this our new way of doing like reviews and discussions and all that stuff with the entire party. We can literally have like both videos of Shonen Ronin and Animately podcasts on both on like all of our social platforms we might do it for facebook side as well which i don't mind it actually sounds pretty cool to have all like three big media side where we can go live and talk and people could just join in and we can just see the entire chat all at once instead of going back and forth to different tabs and stuff like that correct so we're still experimenting we're gonna try to use restream for both the show and the rolling show and for anime podcast would be easier for um, topics and stuff for you guys to know what we're talking about for and so in case you jump in and you don't know what we're talking about it's much easier for us to let you guys know and everything else so this is experimenting we hope it works out and you know the restream uh platforms i mean the tiers are expensive so we're trying to see if it works out well we'll pay for it because uh, you know money doesn't grow on trees but without further ado this is the shonen ronin show and um a lot of updates we've come will be coming over the next couple of weeks but let's get straight to the show same. Did, did we agree what what we're doing first? My hero, JJK, or Undead Luck? I think we should do Undead Luck first because like since we started Undead Unluck last year, last week recently, where we did a whole overall and the, the whole chapter ninety four review and discussion. I think 
it's it's appropriate to like go straight into Undead Unluck with right, chapter so ninety five. Chapter ninety five of Undead Unluck starts now. Sam, you want to hit it on first? Yeah, like okay, so much has happened within this entire chapter. From going back from ninety four, real quick, Fuga just got stabbed by some mysterious dude that literally came from the shadow, especially from Andy's shadow, and his and name what? is Unruined. But so one notice is only Andy's shadow. He's going to. He's not going to anybody else's shadow. So I wonder if he has a connection with Andy, or is it just that he chooses to? Act? Now that you now that you mentioned that, since Unruin is also kind of a whole undead person himself, and Andy's the undead person, is he like the sort of opposite version of Andy, where like no matter where he goes, he could be right there behind him, kind of sort of thing. And if one be. person isn't happy, like nah, bro, I'm not like you. I don't want you to be happy. I want you to suffer. Like I like want you to suffer while I'm happy watching you suffer, kind of thing. So my guess is because this is the first time Andy has appeared in this cycle, or taking the new cycle now. But in the current cycle they were before, this is the first time Andy has appeared. So before all that, it was Victor. But from what we know and from what we can tell, Unruin has never appeared before, and now. He does when Andy is the one that's technically using the host body of Victor. So maybe Unruin has been there the whole time, but he never took his chance to come out. So maybe perhaps. Well, well uh, Victor is a split personality that's in the cart within that cl- uh, placement that's in between so that Victor doesn't take over uh, yeah. Andy in that sort of way. But like... But Andy is like Victor is still Andy, the same body, just from a different timeline, timing, time frame of his existence in a different loop in existence in that sort of way. Unruin seems to be the guy where loved by God, the whole I am also undead, I am also unkillable, and we've seen Alibo like trying to slash his head off, cut him up, still being reattached and go like literally go through Andy's shadow, like it's like a whole. Um, there's a lot of examples for this. I can even say like the My Hero Academia's uh, shadow dude, where like teleports oh, into yeah, his true. own shadow or other people's shadow and make dimensions and that sort of stuff. But this dude is also unkillable. He also has some indestructible weapons in this sort of way, where his hand becomes a whole entire blade. Cut through yeah, fukos. Like uh, he is very, he is very similar because Unruin reminds me of like it's kind of. It's Kind of like the body decay. It's kind of like the muscle decay, you know, decay over time, like ruin. So I feel like it's weird. It, and also well, weird placement. It's, it's unruin, the, right? Yeah. And his, his passion is just so weird, too, where it says, like, I can never be ruined because I am unruined. And it's weird because he has the, um, he even told Andy that uh, you're too happy, like, he, like he wanted to ruin his happiness, like Dallas is. It's it's literally those people like yo. I don't like this couple because they're too happy with each other, and I'm by myself. Like he just like he just want to mess that shit up, kind of thing. Yeah, so it's just it's... weird with his type of motivation. So I just wonder what is that's driving him to to cause this, and then finding out that later on that Joyce chose to talk to the moon and cause her points and transfer. To Fuku, so but then Juice is still there in the next cycle, from what I could tell. I mean, it's also like his. What is exactly his dream as well? He says like none of you negators, unloved by God, will be able to ruin my dreams. I feel like he that says too. 
he, he's just very psycho is what I feel like. It's like all the stuff, all the shows that we've seen, like, oh, you guys, you guys hate God. You guys want to kill God. And for me, like, I mean, I just love to kill. And if you guys hate God, I guess I love God kind of thing. And like, even though like God keeps destroying the entire world and fucking up people's lives and shit like that. And it's like, you know what? God's dream, God's dream, my dream is the same as God's dreams. I want to repeat the cycles. I want this never ending ruin of destruction kind of thing. And my, that's, that's the one thing that's never going to be ruined or unruined is my own dreams kind of thing. My guess. My guess is that, like, again, my theory from what I said last week is that Unruin has some type of connection with Andy or Victor more because the way Unruin looked like is similar to how our boy Victor looks like. Long hair, the way his eyebrows are joined at the end, the, the smile. The scars are different, though. The yeah, scars the scars are the different. Same. But it's just, I don't know, I feel like there's a connection between Andy, I'm sorry, uh, not Andy, Unruin and Victor. I feel like there's a connection between them two. That's I mean, it's with Andy too. Like they're all Andy the same and person, the yeah. same person. Yeah, just connected differently somehow. Um, and yeah, we don't get too much about Unruin. Because he literally left. He said, "I right, guys, I'm out," and, and it just dips because he said, "So long, I'm gone." Because that, that's usually how villains is. All right, I did my job. She's gonna die. We're gonna repeat the cycle again. See you guys in the next cycle. Deuces. And then the whole like, okay, wait. She's using too much blood. We have the same blood, and I'm undead. Take my blood instead. I'm wondering sure. if does that does that make Fuku a little bit more of the undead side powers as well with it, or no? That doesn't work that way. Well, I don't think they had the chance to do it because she, uh, because I don't think this, I don't think Andy had the chance to give him um her blood because they tried to save her by using uh the quest reward. Oh, no, 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 no. I see what's happened now. Okay, so the moment they said that she's losing too much blood and uh, she needs some blood transfer, Andy cut off his own hand so that, you know, the vein and blood and can circulation and put it towards uh, where Fuku got stabbed. That way the blood can still be flowing through, could still keep pumping. And he asked the uh, zombie man skeleton dude to reconnect it that way. I want Nico. It it it's it's crazy sick. Like it it's it's pretty. It looks pretty disgusting, but it's actually it looks pretty sick. Like how you keep how you keep patients alive. You're just so luckily that we have the same same blood type, where your whole body will never turn against that blood. Yeah. And now like you ha- you can prolong slightly a little bit more of unlimited blood because undead is just gonna keep regrowing as much as you want and that sort of thing, which is cool. And then. We learned that the quest reward can help slow down time. Yeah. Or so we think. Or or skip time for them. No, not skip time. Skip time was something completely was some someone else that the captain gave up for. But then the quest reward, she says like when the rules takes effect, the rules of death would change. I'm not entirely sure what exactly that means though. Same. But then she um, said that at this rate our girl Fuku will meet the condition and die. So, but if she makes it to when the new rule is added to the world, there will still be hope for her. So she survived, but because they made Andy and Fuku skip a week, they went. They went from Christmas to New Year's. That's what is my understanding. Uh, so yeah, the time skip was because uh the captain 
made a deal with the moon and the moon called Luna. Which makes and, sense because for Spanish. Which she reviews that reveals that it was the deal between her and the moon. She uh the captain's able to relive new cycle relive the new cycles with all her memories and everything, even though it's different bodies, different uh person, different people, she still retains her memories. Now this is gonna be the last completely last loop for her if they don't manage to kill Guy within this loop cycle. Yeah, because she said that I'll transfer all my bullets over to these two in exchange and send them back. Um, send them both a week ahead to the day of the quest results. So they were all confused of what's going on. And then the, just seeing God there, like, or I assume that's God saying, good luck. Who are you? And may the grace of the moon be upon That's not both. God. That's that's the moon. That's Luna. Okay, the moon Luna. itself. Yeah. Because I can't, like... That can't just be Luna is not God herself. It doesn't make sense, especially when there's like the whole alien force and universe that's trying to invade them and stuff like that and that sort of yeah. shit. It um, kind of makes me wonder if there's some type of sun, um, sun type of version now, or you know, other planets type of version of you know of the moon type of body. Like I don't remember how the point system was working for, uh, for Ruth, for Jules, with. Luna and the whole cycle and stuff, but the, she said like I'll transfer all of my points over to these two in exchange to exchange to send them both a week ahead. Well, we're about to find out by probably next chapter to know what what did she truly meant. I let you know, like a, the deal. Every deal you make is like a hefty price and that sort of stuff. And Andy and Fu Andy was able to hear it and somehow like travel to the moon or astral projecting towards the moon. Literally accepting the deal. However, Luna does look familiar though, with the hair and the suit. Oh, you think so? She looks familiar though. Um, in the moment, says, "May the grace of the moon be upon thee both." It's interesting. There's a lot of unknown un mysteries within outside of their own world in the universe. Even though a lot of negators live into their is in their world. What about the universe? And they did explain, they did kind of explain the universe a little bit where there are other life, life out there in the universe. We don't know if there's other negators of aliens out in the world too. Like they can literally be a whole Superman, uni Superman in this universe that has the ability, like, I don't know, on Superman. It's pretty interesting because it also reminds me of how. Un invincible. <laughs> wow. If that's an uninvincible, I'd be like, damn. An Animan, Animan. Yo, who will win, Animan versus Andy? That'd be a good question. Animan, Omni Man, yeah, uh, Omni Man, yeah. Andy should was... win. Andy should win against Omni Man. Not that thing. Omni Man, no. <sighs> Andy man should is, win. Man is worse, in, even more indestructible as old age. And Andy's know, not the He's not a like you like. Um. Yeah, but Andy cannot get killed. So it'll be a hard body to see who wins. Um, but yeah, so at least they prepare like, all right, they're going to travel to the, a week into the future. At least what we can do is have like a hospital bed, have some extra blood, have like a whole pacemaker uh, kind of thing, the heart stop thing. Um, but yeah, this is actually full on pretty cool. And you actually see Jews like, yo, okay. The uh, cryo equipment's ready. Artificial organs ready. I guess what they did is like 
travel back on week afterwards. No, no, they give went, them time to prepare. They went a week ahead. They went yeah. um. So Andy and Andy and Fuku went a week ahead, but the rest of them stayed. So they will um probably get all the things ready. So when they arrive and have all the things to do to save Fuku's life, is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Abe says but, we will find out how durable this under ability as if Andy fights Omni Man. That's very true. That's very true. And like we don't know if Andy will switch into Victor's side. Like, all right, what can Victor do to Omni Man? Yo, I'm telling you, Victor will kick that ass of Omni Man. I bet you that. Like Victor, he'll be like, I don't got time for this bullshit. Like he can use Neither the does Omni Man. He'd be like, Yo, I am so annoyed of this bullshit. They both sorry, have the same kind of attitude. I'm on. I'm on the side of Victor and Andy winning. I'll probably do a post later of who will win versus who, but I give it to Andy slash Victor against Omni Man. I I gotta give it to him. Watch, we're gonna have a. Isn't this entire manga about how Andy trying to die? <laughs> he wanted to die. <laughs> <laughs> um, he definitely would need Victor to face Omni Man because Victor's about that life. Yes, he is. I agree. He is See, that's what I'm saying. But then at the last panel. He, uh, we hear him saying addition of um, of Uma, Uma Ghost. Ghost. So we're going to get Uma Ghost. I'm curious to see the design. I'm curious to see of how the design um, looks. So remember, Umas are like these spirits. Yeah. Or like these like supernatural kind yeah. of humanoid like uh, monsters almost kind of thing. Like, like with spring, autumn, winter, uh, book. And that sort of thing. Can we get but Uma Ghost like a Grim Reaper type of look? That I would I'm going to think it's a whole entire spirit thing. I know, but right? the look, like a like a Grim Reaper type of look would look pretty interesting. Uh, You mean like something that can, that's going to literally have a Reaper to not take Fuko's life kind of thing? Or... Well, I don't know about power or power scale or type abilities, Sam. All I said about look-wise. We what just I, know it's a reward. We don't know what exactly Uma Ghost exactly does. It, so anything we see from it is that book is literally pulling out a soul like thing out of his own entire mouth. Um we don't necessarily know if that ghost is gonna that Uma ghost in itself it's gonna go is gonna save. I can see that. I, oh so I read people said like so the exchange of what Jews just did to loop the next life the next universe is going to be either to go to Fuko and Andy but Andy already can already loop into the next life already with all his memories and everything like that but it's going to go to Fuko then but they remember, however but remember this is the first time Andy has done a new cycle as Andy before it was a victor all these times yeah. so this is the first yeah, time yeah, Andy yeah. actually has known that he's going to a new cycle yeah so I'm feeling like this Uma ghost will be going inside Fuko. And then it's what's keeping her alive at the moment. However, I don't know about her unluck abilities will affect that Uma ghost in itself. Though. How would it affect and also how would it react for Fuko? Because she's also taking blood from Andy himself. So that would be also pretty interesting. I mean, like, remember, they're, like, they, they pushed them a week ahead. And they already had some equipment as well as like a whole fake organ heart already ready for her to do the whole entire transplant and surgery. It seems like, all right, the reason why we did the reward, stop time for a bit so that it could restart. Everybody's like at least full heal kind of thing. Yeah. Or at least prevent death, like slow down time or at least 
prevent death until after rewards are finished. I guess what they're going to do is, all right, while this motion stop where time is still going, but death is not happening, doing the surgery during that time frame before they like accept the rewards, take the rewards kind of thing. Because they need time. They are, it's really hard to bring back a person when they are really in a huge brink of death, and especially being stabbed in the heart. Like stabbed literally between the lungs, ribs, and heart. Right, there. like that's one of the most. No, I think it is straight through the heart. Remember, like Andy I... had to give his blood through the heart in order for it to keep pumping and keep yeah, flowing but... through. I saw it get stabbed here, like straight up in the middle, not in the heart. It like, was right. It was. It was hard. If you look at oh. ninety four, it's straight towards the left side of her chest. It wasn't straight middle. It was literally more towards the left. Yeah, I see it more towards the left, but it was middle. Left. The left is where your heart is. For a woman, yes, it's more there, yeah. But damn, that's I mean, so for sad. a guy too, bro. Like, in the human body, the heart's on the left side. Damn, that, damn, that is sad. Chasin chapter mm-hmm. 94 is still sad as fuck. But yeah, like, they're, they're able to prolong the inevitable. I definitely see Fuka still living. Fuka's still living, but she's unconscious still. She's going to be in the coma for a while. And then we have the whole Andy arc. I hope we get this Andy art because I really been wanting this for a long time. Like this Andy art, it's time to be who he is or be who he's meant to be. That's my time that I really want some some stuff about Andy himself. I mean, with Andy arc, at least we know he's gonna be going after Ru- Unruin. We we have like a we have another big bat. We have another like boss level big bad kind of thing over his head. I wonder how he's gonna make it happen. I wonder how. Hmm. It'd be pretty interesting to see how he's gonna. Find unruined how's he gonna act about this and saving our girl Fuku. It's gonna be pretty interesting. What's the next or current events in this new cycle? And because he also said in the chapter that Andy owes Billy one, I think he told no, Billy that uh, Billy owes him, owes both her, her and Fuku, him and Fuku. Remember to change his mind. Oh, yeah, give him the whole. So, yeah, you're right, you're right, because you Andy know, said, like, um. Billy said, I, I'm sorry. Andy said, I owe you one. And then Billy said, I'm returning just, the favor. Just return the favor. So now they're technically even. So now they're all good then. Depending how you want to see even, but That's they're true. able to they're able to survive into the next test. Remember, they can't, they're on the time clock before Armageddon. Remember, if there's too many failed missions, the book says Armageddon happened. R- Ragnarok happens. Yeah, Ragnarok. I'm about to say, it's not Armageddon. Yeah, it's, Ra- it's Ragnarok. Sorry. Yeah. And like, huh, that'd be pretty interesting. Even if after this mission ends, new mission begin, and what it's either Andy is gonna be hunting out Unruin while doing this mission, or which actually makes the most sense because I don't think Andy would go out by himself just to like side check where if I don't do these missions, Fuko and everybody in the entire world dies in the loop, and because their time frame limit are ass cheeks. Oh hell yeah, yeah, definitely. So like you know, they don't have a choice where you're like, all right, what's the mission? Who am I? What do I have to do? What am I going after? If the mission is like kill Unruin, like, nope, yo, yo, say no more. I'm on it. Somehow like make it unkillable, killable. It just be pretty just to see how this Unruin is gonna look and act about. So it's gonna be pretty interesting. Well, I don't know why I said that in Spanish. It's gonna be pretty interesting. Um, to how the next. Psycho for them is going to react and what is it going to be about Uma's ghost and 
who the hell this sweet person drinking tea in in space on the moon? Luna is um, a hand pointing because everyone's like, who's Dewey's talking to? And then shit just happened. So it's like, it's pretty interesting because it um, seems like it seems like the only person that knew about the moon is like Rip and Billy because they said no way. Yeah. I mean, I need to look back to the previous chapters with Jules just to see if I missed anything from the uh, the flashback that they had that she was in from her the previous loop and all the other stuff like that. But good point. Um. But remember, last time we actually seen Jules and the Moon together, from my, what I remember, was the alien invasion thing that was going to happen. And then it was the first time she debuted Unjustice. Ah, yes. Unjustice destroying the entire like, aliens for some reason, somehow. Man, I love that panel. It was so good. It was so beautiful. What if it was Luna that technically helped her kind of thing? Or it's just... Or really, it's just the Unjustice uh, powers that she's used. That is pretty interesting. That is pretty interesting. It could be a, it could be a, it could be a turn of events. It is pretty interesting where it could lead up to. So, other than that, I'm good on on the unlock. How about you, Sammy? I am good. Yeah, this has actually been a really good chapter. Very interesting, and still a whole lot of potential to come of this entire series. And last chapter. Last week's chapter was a whole two-year anniversary. Let's do like I don't know five more, <laughs> five right, more years. So Let's see. Want to do my hero JJK? Uh, let's do JJK because you said that you were having some questions about it and you weren't too sure completely. All uh, right. I'm fine with help, uh, helping you um try to help you with the understanding of it. For my All hero, right. we could do that last mainly because it's on break next week. That and is true. And like, if anybody else wants to come in to talk about my hair academia, they can technically can't come in a little later. We could just start talking. But JJK has a lot of stuff that like it's just so very interesting and more um, theory wise and like questions that you would ask. Even Gege in his own entire comic in a shonen thing, he says like, "So guys, I'm pretty sure you had questions like." How how is there buoyancy and there's some movement within the water yet there's still air? It's like you have you make a good point. How is that possible? Like it's like uh, if there's no buoyancy or resistance, then why do air bubbles occur? I mean, the air bubbles occur from your own oxygen. You're you're exhaling. You're well, not oxygen, but the carbon dioxide you are letting out. All the oxygen from your body is releasing from your body going into the water. However, you're not like you're. You're still sinking. You're still falling. You're still kind of drowning. In fact, but you can't come back up unless there's like a whole equal fo- force of float of water that can help push you up. The whole car thing with Reggie thing to help him come back up was weird. I'm not too sure completely on that. Yeah, the logic in that or the science in that got me a bit questionable, but I think that's what he left for the panel of the first page in chapter 172. It said that the average human being loses conscience at 5 to 6 units of G-force, but then he spoke about it in the next panel as well, saying in order to prevent his blood from gathering in his lower limbs, in, in inducing a state of... Remember he was squatting? Form. Yeah. Remember he, so, in the position he was squatting in a way where he doesn't have to... He can keep going more. You know, when you squat position, you are flexing your legs yeah. and your thighs and everything. 
that's at your strongest point instead of just standing up straight and having all more of your entire body of weight putting onto your stress of your legs. Reggie had it the worst because he has to literally have over his head with that elephant. But Whereas, then, well, so got, which is Megumi, he's like, he has, he's, he's carrying all this entire weight already within his domain expansion, but he's in a squat position where he's in a better spot where no broken bones, less injuries can happen, less stress can happen, at least. Sorry, but, you were saying? No, no. I was going to add to that, but then it shows that uh, knowing how you balance yourself and knowing how you weigh yourself, that it shows in the next panel in that page um, too. Under that weight, Reggie starts right of the fibula and heel bone fracture. So show that no matter how well you're squatting, all that weight will still break your bones inside your body. Because oh yeah, definitely. You, you have you have an overhead. It's an overhead thing. You know, like and, 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 you know the flick elephant. and release. You know the flick and release movement. Nobody's supposed to hold on to this that long. You're supposed to like literally drop that shit right away. But you're not in a position where you can. This is a big entire area of movement. How are you gonna like push it off? Nothing. No flick. No like wrist. No nothing. No control. You you're stuck. He was dead stuck within this position. Gadget's art, I love how it's not always perfect. I love how it's just kind of sketches with art. Like, it just shows quick drawings, but quick battle, and also comedy with it. So I love how Gadget focuses on that. That it doesn't have to have the perfect art, but it has such a great lore and the writing with it. I love his focus of, like... All right, one on one, who can lift the who can lift the hardest? Right, one on one, who can be the better fighter? Okay, one on one, who's the skilled fighter? Kind of thing. It's like he knows how to match up like one to one. Even if your opponent has a better advantage of you, your you the main character or the character itself can be smarter. And exactly. literally, like I could do it this way, I could turn it that way. But your opponent can also think and turn to another way as well. Because even Reggie was thinking like, all right, I should have saved my trucks. I could have done, if I'd done it in the end, I would have been, I would have won. He kept thinking I could have won this way. I could have won this way, gone on this way, but I can't take the risk. He kept saying like, if I do it this way, I, I'm going to risk myself losing half my, uh, half my uh, strategies and stuff. But you always keep your ace in the hole, like wherever. And that's sort of thing. I love how, to ask what you're saying, I love how Gadget doesn't try to use power up or <clears throat> power friendships, but he uses more skill sets and smarts to know how to overcome your opponent. Like, if I say what happened to Yuji, even though he knew it wasn't his fault that he killed these people back in Shibuya, he, he still felt responsible, but he told the judge, and the judge knew what it was and what occurred. But it was more of not of who was stronger, it was about you be honest yourself. Here, Megumi and uh, what's this is? They're playing three uh, D chess. Reggie, they're exactly. playing like three D chess, chess you, and Sam. all of it all together. Yeah, it, they were playing three D chess of who will out, who will outshine one another and who will beat them just by skill set and smart. And I just love it because uh, not to jump to the end, but just knowing at the end of the uh, end of the chapter, just saying of how I would Reggie say. A sorcerer is nothing but con artist. When he is the one that was saying that to the other guy, um, uh, but the other guy that was happy and everything. I forgot the what comedian guy. Yes, the, the comedian guy. Thank you. So I love how Gadget brings back conversation and even brings back the dog in the comments talking about it 
in the previous page. Uh, wait, was it previous? Yes, in page 14 and 15, where like them both are not giving up and knowing that they go from using sorcery skills to a physical fight. They both have a balance of what is going against them. It's it's really, really cool. And also, like, the chances that both sides can take can turn the tides of this entire battle. Yeah. Um, what I thought was, as a, Reggie made a good point where, like, remember, he says it's an incomplete domain expansion. And we don't necessarily know if this is going to continue even after he dies. And if he dies, I would just die afterwards and there's no point. Like... Remember he said, like, what if, like, he dies and I'm trapped in the shadow life? That We don't necessarily know, like, what's an incomplete domain expansion kind of situation sort of thing. Like, does that mean, like, if the user dies, are you trapped within this domain expansion of this certain area? Which is, like, Reggie Kim's like, you know, if I'm going to die anyway in the end, even after I win this fight, at least I want to die winning this fight. And just pull out his trump card. And he was trying to call contractual recreation. But man, dead ass, like if he took out he took out the hand right away, couldn't support himself from the elephant, and that's how he drowned him. He literally risked the entire move of trying to say that word out loud so that he can actually save himself. Unfortunately, it did not work. Because well, he got he he sank into the shadow and he was drowning in the water of the shadows. Exactly, he was um he was breaking the idea of at um uh, page twelve was it no in page thirteen he said that he fled into the shadow and then and and ended the domain, but then he had to break the floor so I'll fall into the pool. So it's kind of like him trying to understand the incomplete domain expansion, but also understand that Megumi just playing him as a toy, knowing of what's going on. I run the whole scenario of them just fighting within the domain, but the Megumi is also playing around with with the surrounding type of area, knowing of you know, the pool, the house, the dog. Like he's using of what he can grab to win this fight. So I just love that very much. Okay, so that's how it worked. Okay, so okay, so first, uh, Reggie was drowning. Uh huh. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, he's it's like the whole entire water. He's falling. There's no buoyancy. There's no oxygen. There's no resistance at all to help push him up. But he's he claimed and said like, okay, so how I make these come out? I usually give them come. Uh, they disappear after giving them a command. He said I didn't want the cars to disappear, so I didn't give them a command. So the moment he gave one car a command to yo float up, push me up. That's how he was able to come back up and survive from Megumi's uh like trap, the water shadow trap mess of thing. So that's what saved him. Reggie looked like he was starting to understand uh Awamegumi's dark shadow technique. Chimera shark yeah Chimera Shadow Garden. Um and then my man Reggie just says uh, uses contractual recreation. That receipt had Ray Apollo's house, his outdoor house. You've been you've been wanting to use that joke, Daniel, the whole time. No, I never expect to see this kind of thing in this whole entire time. Like, man, literally had those like uh 
in home where you have the big trucks where you can drive out and stuff like that. Like that's literally a full on home. One thirty two, yeah. one thirty two square meters, two floor wooden structure. And then it How do you at least know? Tons. How do you know just by looking at? Oh yeah, that was thirty tons. It has two floor wood structure and everything. How do you know that also? Oh, um, it's a he bought it. Square <laughs> Remember, he got the receipt. He bought it. He at least knows all the instructions. You don't buy. <laughs> you don't buy something unless you read the instructions onto it. I don't do that, so I would definitely have failed that. Bro, that's how you get scammed. That's how you get scammed. Like, I have a receipt. Yeah, did you read the receipt? No refunds, no transfer to the item that you've paid for? Ooh, that's a good question. Which fight do you prefer? Yuji versus Higuruma or Megumi versus Reggie? Well, that's, ah. a good, that's a good question. Uh, Jinashi? Ah, uh, I'm sorry if I said your name wrong. I'm going to call uh, him G. Jinashi, um, Agni Tori. Um... Megumi versus Reggie, just by the mm-hmm. just by the way they're fighting. Like I love the psychological aspect between Yuji versus Hiruma, but mm-hmm. the fight between Megumi and Reggie, because one I don't know if it's biased, but Megumi is a son of a boy that is like just loves to slaughter people. So you know, Toji. yes, but I just want to praise Toji. Yeah, praise Toji. We praise Toji in this church. You know, you know, a big shout out to our boy JD Legend, the Church of Toji. Um, so father like son, and like you know, they love to murder people out here. It just loves to slaughter them. So that's one. Two, I love the the way Megumi improves while fighting. He understands his own curse and understands his own curse energy the way he fight. Like he knows how to improve it while fighting. So I love his character involving that. And two. The way this man is just doesn't give up, and he he's fine with dying while this fight happens. He's fine with winning while this fight happens. So it's just a coin toss with how he's feeling in his mood. So as much as I think Sam or Ape said it last week, but like this, people used to compare it in the beginning of the series that this was like a version of Sasuke. I'm like, nah, this is a better version of Sasuke because this man, this character has more depth into it, and I just prefer this fight overall between you. Mm-hmm. But both fights are entertaining within their own type of circumstances i would i wouldn't say improve i would say adapt or adapt switch like up. Better, yeah switch it's switch ups you know like it's not a one and done strategy where i i gotta fully commit into this final move that you would see in naruto with sasuke and that sort of thing no he know he knows other options where all right i see this is happening let me switch it to this move real quick let me switch it up to this real quick in order for my survival and for me to win Let's just change the stage. Let's just change the outcome where I have at least the better advantage or at least we're in an even stage in advantage where we're going to end up doing hand-to-hand combat as our last thing or our best of the best of our strength and abilities or best of the knowledge and that sort of stuff. When it comes to Yuji and Higuruma, that was interesting and that was really good because we learned about Hiroguma, where his mental state of where he's going through and like we already know about Yuji, but to have like some random different new character to help Yuji understand that by law is not really your fault. I don't really blame you. We are very similar and connected where I feel the same way you do. And I wish that more people were like you. Because like if people if the world was more like you, a little bit more honest, a little bit more um they understand if they feel guilty or guilt and everything and punish crime and punishment of equality, 
Higuruma would have had an easier job. But with all that stress, tension, and like 99% of the world, with 99% of Japan are all like all trials end up becoming guilty and imprisonment, uh, false imprisonment, and all that shit like that. There's a lot of depth and there's a lot of psychological, exactly. mental stress within this. Compared to Reggie and Megumi's fight, we don't really need to know too much about Reggie. We just need to know what can he do, how strong is he, what is he capable of, and what fun curse technique ability does he have yeah. against our boy Megumi. His abilities is simple enough where he controls shadows and shikigamis and literally like other weapons in that sort of state. However, Megumi is smart and he has so many cards in his he has so many weapons in, in his cards and his strategies in his arsenal. And this is just pieces of it where Megumi always have another card to counter his opponent where he gets he can at least have the better advantage to win. The, like the same way in the stalemate of the weight industry, the where he knew he had to release his Shadow Garden yes. domain expansion technique. In order for everybody to sink to the ground, Reggie to sink back into the ocean, you know, I, I'm sorry, to the pool. You know, when I first you know? thought, like, I thought that was like a whole, but this entire time we were going in Reggie's mind. You know how when you lack oxygen in your brain, you start seeing delusional, like you you're start th- thinking you might win. You're hallucinating. Yeah, yeah, you ha- you lo- you losing enough oxygen in your head where you start hallucinating. Where, like, all right, I'm gonna win this fight. I'm gonna do stuff like that. Same thing, like you. Remember with like Baki or like King, like within the King and the Shurik, that sort of stuff. Like, uh, I thought like I have the advantage. I'm being the hell out of this guy. Oh, I'm already winning. Like, bro, that's enough. That's like, what are you talking about? Literally, he sees this real life image of him being suffocated, lost oxygen in his head, had no idea what was been going on. And this entire thought, that first second of thought that he had was all of illusion. But he really like ends up getting unconscious and then he dies. So, question. I don't know if this has been answered in the JJK lore or anything, but when when a user uses their domain expansion, can they also know what's happening outside of their domain? Because no. how did how did Abu Megumi know there's a pool downstairs? Because remember he chose this location for in the first place. He chose the gymnasium in the first place. Okay. He, he probably like uh, since it's the school since, since it's the school and he extends this domain expansion up to his entire gymnasium. However, like, you know, if you take it off, all the trucks, the cars, the shadow elephant or whatever, you know, you're breaking through concrete. You're breaking just one floor. It doesn't take that much weight. Oh, and they had like tons and tons of tons to break through the shit. Uh-huh. And they're sinking. And that, like, and underneath that room happens to be a pool. Even if it was like, it makes sense though. You know, like there's always a, a gymnasium up top and then the pool is in the bottom, like underground, that sort of thing. Yeah. If anything, if it wasn't the pool and if the gymnasium was literally like the first floor before the sewers, it would have been gone down the sewers. Huh, okay, okay. Which, I mean, I think Megumi had thought of this. This is a school. If there's a gymnasium underneath, there's a pool. If there's a pool, I can use that to my advantage where if Reggie goes into the water, his receipts get wet. It's literally got washed. Yeah, it got washed, dried up a little bit, washed and... Like literally got pre-soaked. Literally, his entire like suit just got pre-soaked twice. <laughs> Damn, my boy actually went through it. Shit. And um, by the way, I also cannot wait to see this in the anime. The hand-to-hand contact between this fight as well also gives a, a bit edge over the fight between Yuji and uh and Abuegamuro because the comeback between these two characters, Reggie and uh 
Megumi comeback is going like they use curse technique, curse energy, and comeback. So I love the hand to hand comeback has always been good between this and we haven't seen hand to hand comeback in a while. Like the most recent mm-hmm. one was Dr. Remember. It was like it, it was back in Shibuya with Toto and them and now that uh boy Toto lost his arm and everything, like I haven't felt like we got a good hand to hand combat in a while. and I felt like this fight between Reggie and Megumi has been such an it, it is such an entertaining one. I oh yeah, so from my explanation, it was in page 13. Reggie figured out, all right, this is a gymnasium, and there's a pool on the basement level. He fled, Megumi fled into the shadows and then ended the domain expansion just before the house, like, you know, full weight goes on top. You know, usually when you're at the point, you don't have the full entire weight. You could still balance it out where you don't have, you can just not like too much pressure, not too much weight where you can still keep it, try to balance and whatnot. And it wasn't even a balance. He didn't need yeah. to. He just... Took off the took took off the domain expansion. Used the weight of that house of dirty tons to break through the concrete of from the gymnasium <laughs> floor to the basement, and then boosh, dunked him in. And yes, Alvis, um, you are here. I appreciate you guys for being here. And Undead Unlock, we already spoke about it in the first twenty minutes of the show. You can look back and scroll. You will have the Undead Unlock uh, little caption or title card telling on when we're talking about it. And my Hero Academia is next. We might talk about any other series, Sakamoto Days, or Boruto. It depends how we feel. But we're currently on JJK. And uh, it makes sense for the house being breaking apart. And like that's why I said, uh, BC, Black Clover, we're talking about next week. If you did not hear about the announcement over the past couple episodes of Shona Ronin, Black Clover will be talking about in, in a bi-weekly or monthly type of map, monthly type of fashion. We spoke about Black Clover last week. I read the chapter. Not too much, so we're saving our conversation for next week. Since my heroes on break, we're going to talk about it when Black Clover is not. So it's just perfect. Also, it, it will be better this way, considering my hero game will be on break next week. Correct. That we that way, it'll be better to have talking both both back to back chapters of Black Clover within that one video and make, have that main focus. If that makes more sense, yeah, I think that's a better way to go. And then the next following week we'll have hopefully we'll have more people in and then we get in kaiju number eight comes back we can talk about kaiju number eight yeah again. we have no confirmation when it's coming back for kaiju because it says for uh, Feb- the month february, february first beginning of february oh yeah i saw in show jump says like 12 days now it should be like 11 days now oh awesome all right because so it might be back on the february of the first week of february then nice. exactly yeah nice. so we, we can talk that again so going back to jjk so I do, do you think this is next chapter is the last um conclusion or do you think um it's it's the last conclusion because the moment because um because he took up a whole ear and a piece of shoulder <laughs> that's the reason like it, it wasn't even a one on one fight he, he was expecting Megumi to summon out another of his dogs the Shigigami and Wolf yeah that he didn't realize that when he stabbed the dog from the teeth was still like from the mouth upward was still alive. Because you know, remember Megumi's curse tech. Remember Megumi Shigigamis is if if one of them dies, their powers goes into the other Shigigamis and they yeah. get added into it. So that makes the most sense. Even if that dog did die, the Shigigami dog died, there would have been more powers to the elephant. There would have more powers to the frogs. There would have been more powers to all the other creatures. Yeah, because the only one that recently <laughs> died of his was the bird. Um, was the bird of his that died Does recently? That, no. It, it, wait, who killed the bird? Um. Because technically the bird didn't really die. I thought it did. It was still you no, know, like it was still able to move. Remember, he was still using it during um 
couple of chapters ago when they were still uh, like it was like a two on oh, yeah, one on three, two on oh, yeah. one. With the bump guy, the, the yeah, guy yeah. that was throwing the teeth or the eyeballs, which was still creepy. Yeah, him. Yep, yep. Does look so weird in the anime because throwing eyeballs and teeth out there as bombs. Like, but so but weird. plus, like you kind of want their bird. You want that high altitude and shocking abilities too. And oh, we yeah, saw how much. Ability, yeah. And we've seen how well it could perform during that um, Shadow Garden with when it came to that uh, curse spirit, curse uh, technique spirit that had uh, Sukuna's finger. Remember, yes. like, there was like multiple of them, like, that's zapping her and that shit. Yeah, that's going to be a very uh, uh, uti- utilize Shigami for your arsenal and tire weapon for Megumi for sure. But, you know, if they get too tired and if they're on the brink of death, which, he doesn't, which Megumi does not want them to die. He has to find a new Shigigami to take its place because remember his maximum limit is ten. Yeah. So uh, I think I think this next chapter one seventy three will be the last chapter with Reggie Emagumi. No, he's done. Yeah, he's done. He's, he, he's done. Like, like he's we, done. Just, we, can, we we can move on. We, we good. I yeah, mean, like, prior next chapter he'll probably be in the first two or three pages because like my boy take over a whole ear, some hair, and a whole piece of that shoulder with some poly. Probably some deltoids, some muscles right there. That's just all. Think gone. about it this way: you're not moving that arm again, and if you have anything that's left within any receipt that's not wet, that still might have its printed, but you don't remember. His condition is: I can't use curse technique if I were to use a contractual recession. He said this. Yes, I. He says true. like he waited instead of attack immediately attacking again. The domain exhausted him, so he replenishes curse technique. But um, uh, let me see. He thought about this well planned. He did a really real plan. Um, like, that's why I have to give her over this fight. Uh, Bomegumi over Yuji in the fight of them having it so far. In yeah, the he, can't, he can't fulfill the conditions of using curse technique to burn the contracts. Uh, yeah, he couldn't fulfill the conditions, so he couldn't use his receipts anymore. My man's finished. He, he lost all his cards, and then it came to the point where, like, yeah, Sorcerer is nothing but a con artist. The same same line that he said to Megumi when they first met like alright five points to Megumi <laughs> <laughs> the whole Harry the whole Harry Potter thing five points to five points to Megumi ten points ah. to Gryffindor you know no lie I'm um, side tangent I've been in mood I've been in mood to actually rewatch the films I don't know why I mean, like, they won't be this kind of quality good of Curse Sword. I'd rather have the whole entire Curse Sword Sword than the whole Magic fights. Oh, if that's the case, I should, just ver- I should rather read Mashal, which I need to catch up to Mashal, because um, from what I hear, that it might be ending soon, but who knows mm-hmm. um, from where it might lead to. But overall, uh, good chapter of chapter 172. It looks like we come to the conclusion of this fight, uh, Reggie and Megumi, because what's the title of this chapter? Oh, we didn't even have a title of this chapter? Oh, oh never mind. Um, title 172 is Tokyo Number 1, Colony Part 12. So, I think... So it's going to be the same title, just different parts and the numbers. Yeah, so, I think mm-hmm. this fight will end. Um, I'm curious to know if Megumi and Juju are going to meet up. What's going to happen with Reggie? Is he going to be killed and get those extra points? Or what's going to happen? Because, uh, remember, the girl's no, still nearby. Remember, um, you have to be Hikari? willing to give up your points. But at least we know, like, no, no third party has to finish the job to kill either Reggie or Megumi or distraction that sort of way. But I'd rather have it like this because Megumi boy needs to sleep, needs to rest because he's constantly been fighting. If he's trying to meet up with Yuji, boy has the endurance yo, of a god. Yo, I have to remember, 
good thing there's not one piece because remember how Luffy drinks some milk and then and the boy got his teeth back. So so mm-hmm. imagine Reggie got some milk and just got his whole and then Boja got his whole shoulder back and also his ear back just by drinking some milk. Like like I know it's not uh-huh. bone, like tooth, but you know, same aspect, milk. Um, no, okay, like oh, the, the comedy wise, I know what you mean, but like, yeah, but I feel like when it comes to gay gay, he does not joke. Oh, he, he does not he play. Don't. He loves to kill people. And I've noticed. If, if, you're, if, if you're gonna die, you're gonna die. Yeah, if you know how that. to, if you know how to survive, you're gonna survive. If you're gonna live, you're gonna live. So, question about death to chat and Sam, two people listening. Do you think Nobora is actually dead because we still haven't seen her? Because a lot of people think that she's still alive. She's still she'll just come back later. I I mean, like this is like the the whole great time skip that sort of situation. Like it's the same thing where remember when everybody thought Yuji died, but he was just really training with Gojo and like he was learning about Chris techniques, and then he comes in during the tournament. Well, not not tournament, but like the whole uh, school rival fight, five on five thing, that sort of thing. I feel it's the same thing. It's just that in a bigger scale of bigger scale of competition a more life and death game here in, inside of um this uh culling game uh but you know i i don't think she's in the culling game just yet though so chad says g said nobara might appear as a culling game player so that's what yeah she just too. she just walks in into like all right i'm participating and you're gonna literally see her name on the board as and that I, last panel of a chapter because she's ooh, just gonna straight man. up come out. She's gonna straight up come out and help either Yuji, Megumi, any other characters that's in a little bit desperate situation at the moment. You're gonna see her coming in. And I'll be one of those people that would not care if she does live and if she does die, I would like at least to have a nice. I find her more off. interesting than Sakura. <laughs> I find her more crazier. Oh, and more yeah. interesting than Sakura, so oh, hell yeah. she's like, girl, girl actually she does like girl actually don't mind killing, and like she actually has like knowing. I still never forget the double spread of Black Flash with him, uh, with her and plus Yuji. Like those type of team ups, she's a great character. She has depth, and like knowing that she loves to look pretty, and now girl has a whole scar on her face and doesn't look pretty no more. I find that beautiful character development, like, girl just became ugly, which in, in, in a sad it, way. It, it also gives her more potential to be able to see her uh, old childhood friend again. That's remember, true. like, we, remember, like, there were so many death flags I was raising, and then we we went to the perspective of her childhood friend who became an office lady. Yeah. And she felt kind of humiliated, like, man, if these kids saw me now, I wonder if they'd be disappointed in me. And then we just flash back into Nobura in the moment where she gets touched by uh, Mahito. It's like, yeah. And then her own final words, like, bro, that's just all these death flags. I like that. Yeah, and then after we don't see her again for like almost past 40 or 60 chapters, like, yo, Gidget, like, are you, like, you going to be is, back? Is this back? really going to be her final words? Like, it just, this wasn't bad. It just wasn't a bad life. It's but like, it just makes you question and have an idea of it. But overall, I'm good on JGK for chapter 172. How about you, Sam? I'm good too. This, I'm ready to. Uh, have the epic log of the fight and this portion of Megumi's perspective. Same. Now it's either we go back to Yuji or we uh, go to another participant. Or maybe we go back. Maybe we go to Yuta and what's he's what's going going on from that perspective. Yeah, I'm curious to see how 
Genji's gonna go because he went from Yuji to Megumi. Now I'm curious, are we gonna see the other team? Because we know Yuta and the other guy that has his own type of um. Uh, Yuji or something? Hakumi? Uh, are you high for? Hajime, Hajime. Are you high for um, Kashimo Hajime? Hajime, 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 Hajime. Why did I name something? I'm just blanking. Right, I was like, shit, was that familiar? <laughs> Um, uh, I'm gonna do a quick search because uh, that name. Too. I know. <laughs> like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hajime is the girl. The girl. Uh, oh, the the guy dressed as a girl. Kind of remember that whole uh, north south direction kind of thing. Yeah, that that character. Ah uh, yes. Oh hell, I'm curious because she's Dudley. We, we we just need to know more about her. It just depends if she's. Or wait, no. Oh no. Wait. I think. Um, she's the one that has the two the two buns, Sam. She's the one mm. that has the two buttons. The past sorcerer looking. No, the, the past sorcerer that's looking for Sukuna. Yeah, that her. person. Yeah, yeah, her. Um, okay. The girl has two buns here. Uh, so I'm I'm hyped for her. Yes, I am. But curious to see how she's going to be as a player. I also want to see more of Hikari. The, uh, Hikari the second well. year top, top strongest. But um, I have to agree with G. Um, Geji has put a lot of seeds in his calling games that we have not saying forgotten, but they have been on the sideline. Curious to see how are they going to enter the main story and bring, like, bring disaster, bring despair to our characters. Because this past so like you said, she has 200 points too. I was just about to bring up. She has a lot of points that she, girl has been saving up. And remember she used, no, remember she down to 100 points or something like that to make that rule where, all right, I know the look, we get to know the location of all the players within the game. She, yes, she, her her yes. her rule created the whole name list of who's registered within the calling game. Yeah, so she should have a hundred points now then, and probably girl has been killing more, so she probably has a hundred, five hundred, twenty. Who knows? So very curious to see how she's gonna um interact once she also meets Sukuna because is she gonna be a loyal follower or she wants to kill Sukuna? Like what is it? That you she you wants know, to do? you know what I'm thinking right now. What's up, what's up, what's it's up? more like since all these past sorcerers. What if they're the one that's like teaming up together to fight these new younger sorcerers to see if they can match up to them, at least a better fight, give them everything. And all the people, all the sorcerers that she's been killing were just these newbies and just, she's just taking easy points just so that she can regroup all the past sorcerers, including Sukuna. That's my guess because like, what is it that they want? Like, are there old fighters? Have like a whole, yeah, have like a whole old school versus new school kind of situation <laughs> just and to test just... out their fight. And Yuji's in the middle of it because he's technically not legally part of it. It's technically his other half that's technically part of it. I could definitely see her like, all right, since you have Sukuna set on quote, well, you have your own powers and curse technique. And I know I could take, I probably can't kill you because Sukuna's in you. I'm going to beat the living shit out of you just so that Sukuna could just come out of your entire body and we can talk and that sort of thing. Yeah, because we haven't. Because these, these old curse techniques, sorcerers, they are assholes. They are oh, yeah, all straight assholes. And they just love to fight. And we no haven't seen reason. Sukuna in a while either. Like, we haven't seen Sukuna do anything in, in that retrospect. And you know how long it took from with, within the Shibuya arc and how long until, like, we met Sukuna, like, a very long, long, long time afterwards? I'm good. I, oh, yeah. We don't need to see no, Sukuna yeah, until, like, much, much, him. much, much Agreed. longer. I don't miss him, which is not a bad thing or a good thing. It's just that he's not needed in the current arc or, or, or he, like in the current He's series. just a whole chaotic evil. You, the moment he comes out, you're like, all right, all right, he's out. Who's living? Who's going to survive throughout the whole thing? We're going to have a whole entire list in the party be like, all right, 
All right, take your bets. Take your bets. Who's the one? Ooh. Who's the one most likely gonna be living after this and shit? It's like you oh. know, you know what Gadget should do to play homage to Chainsaw Man. Show the same thing of what the Gun Devil did by oh, killing the all those people. Have the names of who died in the Calling Games. I could see that too. Uh, but then remember, remember that the calling games are all in different sections and departments and that sort of thing too. I agree. Um, me and Sancho said that yeah, Gojo will bring Suka when we least expect it, and mm-hmm. the same thing with Gojo. Gojo's not out of the picture. I'm sure mm-hmm. that Gojo will come back when we least expect it. Like as much as I could, I could definitely see them both coming at the same time. Oh shit! Fuck yeah, that's a possibility. Old school brought back their Sukuna. New school brought back their Gojo. Let's do this. Let's. You, you have a whole. Yeah. You, you have more than like. You have like seventeen fingers Sukuna versus full power Gojo. Let's do it. Let's. Best of the superpowers. And then Megumi fully learned his dark shadow power, which is both Gojo and Megumi going against Sukuna. It's it's been long enough since we had a whole Gojo Gojo versus Sukuna fight. Yeah, since it's been chapter a long like time. one or two. Yeah, so, yeah, it's been a while. Let's let's, let's have let's have let's have this rematch. I would love to see I know, rematch. I, I know you've been yeah. sitting in this room, and I know you want to get some stretching. You want to start moving your body more. <laughs> so, what better to start the fight with the big bad himself of Sukuna? Be like, right, I fuck with that theory, Sam. I fuck with it. Have both of them come at the same time. That's a good. That's a good analytic right there. I fuck but with like that. how I see it is that Sukuna is like literally causing all this havoc and most likely with killing the characters that we love we love that we're enjoying up to until the moment where one of them has either piece of the sword that can release the lock or this uh remember that one old past sorcerer is the only one that can like negate and nullify the curse techniques and of items i feel like they're gonna have like some sort of weapon from that angel person and using that weapon to help unlock like as a key to break out gojo from this from his own cage but at what cost we we had to bring back gojo but at what cost cuz cuz Gilgay always have a consequences yeah you want your big bad but you know how you know how much blood how much character has to die just to bring him back in order for you at least to have a better chance and like better elevate the Battlefield between both big bad superpowers oh, in this yeah, sure. entire stadium is just insane. It's just gonna be see what's to happen and what's gonna be next for that. So overall, this is our JJK conversation review slash theory slash analytics of chapter one seventy two. So hopefully you guys enjoy. So now let's jump into our current last series coverage, which will be my here getting me chapter three forty one. Let me get the chapter from it because I don't want to have it in front so, of me. So, chapter 341, the story of how we all became heroes, comma, part minus one. I love this. I mean, too. Because, like, cause like it's a whole, because, like, the so previously, it was, like, a whole nother, like, class 1A storyline, sideline, and now we're, now we're going to the villain side of their minus one, minus two, so on and so forth, which is the opposite, which makes Thank the most sense. They became villains themselves, so. This is pretty mm-hmm. interesting. Um, I gotta say, the cover page of Toga, pretty dope. If you're a big fan of Toga, you love this chapter. So, a big shout out to my friends, Perm and Nerd, because I know uh, we have some fans out there that are big fans of Toga. She's creepy, but she's bloody. She's I mean, it's, it's, it's been long enough. We, we haven't had Toga since her fight with Buraka. 290? Yeah. 
290 around there around there maybe like, yeah, but yeah, right, yeah that's like 50, that's 50 chapters like shit yeah. damn almost a year wow almost a year wow but we've seen her. Like we, she's out there. It's just visual. It's just that we never we had. Yeah. It took a long time for this to happen. So let's break it down. So we have here in chapter two, three, we have um, these graffiti of die demon die. It's her like, house, her own home. Agree. Um, vampire demon's lair, which no like got me laughing because it's a like demon's lair. Yeah, demon's lair. Yeah, I get uh, it. We did our best, but nothing worked. The girls are demonic. The, I assume that's. I assume that's a parents or people around the neighborhood talking about uh girl Toga. So that's most likely it. And then there's a tic tac toe. Um uh, there's I assume somebody won with the graffiti. Um, you know, the X X in the bottom. Did you know page, page three? three? Page three, yeah, yeah. No, right no, dude, that's you know how like when you're a small kid, your parents are like, All right, look how tall you've grown. This is age two. Look how tall you're going. Oh, age no. three. If you look in page three, if you look in the back of the world graffiti with this killer and then some type of ice cream and then if you look on the right there's zero i think that's supposed. oh that yeah that's supposed to be dookie (laughs) that's a dookie oh oh you piece of shit ah oh dookie i I noticed that yeah they have a whole tic-tac-toe thing but like still it's still graffiti but that next to it's a dookie oh horikoshi is always better with villains and art was so good and said yes i agree with the art and I agree with the villains. And it's sad that a lot of people in Japan didn't like the my villain my villain academia arc. But like I understand that they want to you know show the more hero side. But I guess us in the U.S. and us around the world just love villains, so which is fine with me. No, we love lore. You, yeah, we lore. love lore and history and past story and how well it can be written. And Horikoshi does a great job with writing characters of both heroes and villains. And the chapter and- was good with two things. Spinner and the Toga stuff, which was great because we mm-hmm. always love stuff with Spinner, and we we finally getting more stuff of the Kimo baby. How do you spell? How do you pronounce that word? What? Um, the Kimo Kimo sapiens, hetero heteromorphous. That's what I meant to say. You know, of, um, of how Spinner and his people look like. Oh, 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 oh the type. Oh, heteromorphic. Okay. Yeah, they can start saying um, words like what. But yeah, um, going back to Toga. So it just shows the art and the background. Great work he did in this. It was beautiful. And in page on um, four and five of her getting flashback to her nightmare or dreams, I assume, of her taking blood of a dancing red sparrow. I'm guessing that's supposed to be something symbolic, right? Um, it's more like you know how people are like I want to be like this person. I want to be a hero. I want to, like there's an idea where I don't want to just be my own hero. I want to be exactly like that person, that hero, or that person, and that's why the whole drinking of blood thing, wanting to be that person thing, the whole clone thing. Um, if I were to say that, it's like the Twilight Zone episode where this obsessive fan for this uh woman, um. He was like a whole number one fan of hers, and like he was able to have this power, which where he has like a whole gin or genie that will grant him any wish and stuff like that. And then he starts to, uh, saying, like, I, "I wish I could get close to her. I wish I could be her boyfriend." And then until he finds out, no, I don't want to be anybody part of you. I don't want to be just a sideline. I just want to be you and exactly you. And he, that obsessive fan, becomes that famous star 
just like he wanted and his obsessiveness and that sort of thing. That's what I get with when it comes to Toga. Um, when she's wanted to be her friend because she loved her smile and like she wanted that same dimples, wanted to be her. When it came to the bird, I wanted to fly away kind of thing. But like she never wanted to be herself. She just wanted to be the other person kind of thing. But I feel like she wanted to be herself because I feel like that's why she came back to her house to kind of look back on who she was or who she could have been because like like her no there wasn't no, there was no could have been it was more like reliving what she was living what she had to go through growing up because even her own parents is like you can't just live as you please all the time nobody can and like uh, and then come to the point where she's biting herself she's yeah. literally like sleep biting herself Biting her um arm or sorry her wrist like wrist. enjoying her blood and everything and it's just every night I dream of a dancing red sorrow it does a tap dance on my tummy like she's just enjoying to dream of blood and like knowing of just killing like such a pleasant dream makes me so happy like girls just smiling and just saying it threw it all away and just smiles staring at the window and everything so. But then we get the unexpected... The, the, the imagery of the splashing of when she describes, like, once the bird gets through into my stomach, it starts dancing even more to make it symbolic, like, those red flowers that we always see in anime where it's symbolizing, like, death. Oh, yeah, or, like, like, the Promise Neverland. Festa. Promise Neverland, uh, Dodoro. Attack on Titan. Um, 86. Anything that has these flowers, you know, it's symbolizing death. Blood and death. Yeah, and, you're right. The same flowers, yes, I remember that in 86 and Yes, that is some. Wow, that's a long time. Yeah, like so when, when these flowers appears and you literally using the imagery of your blood to make it look like the same as these flowers, you know, this is a uh, pretty cycle. twisted in the head. Yeah, pretty twisted <laughs> in the head. Like, uh, but um, then we get an unexpected um, person just company her, like, hey, just can I join you? Um, you know, never knew you had a heart, but it, um, he came here to kind of express how that tomorrow's a new type of era like for them like once the war starts we can never look back of who our old life was and remember like, they both so came happy. remember they both joined at the same time with yeah. Shigaraki and his gang and that sort of stuff so it's like the first relationship that they both each other had kind of thing which makes me a little curious did they meet when Dabi aka Twice? Uh, no, I said Dabi. Um, no, uh, Dabi's real name. Uh, Sergeant T? Sorry. Uh, I'm blank. Fuck. <laughs> but yeah, like, remember, like, how, like, the whole fire accident when it came to the forest? What if she met, what if he met Toga throughout that time in the past story and she saved him? And the whole reason why, like, she's able to continue living was because of oh, Toya. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> My friend was killing oh. me. What if she? What if? What if it was Toga that saved Toya during that time? And because she had the blood, she's probably able to do it. And that sort of thing. She thought this was pretty of him burning or at least bleeding. That sort of stuff. Maybe could be. Um, uh, you know, two psychotic people working together and looking at what they could do. So that could be a chance because. He um he brought up in the first page like um even you can go get caught up in emotion huh like you sure you're ready for what's coming like like they spoke like they knew each other more than just being the League of Villains 
and because they both because they both were like the outs the outcast of hero society and what kind of hero society literally trash your own home your parents home with graffiti a dookie image of graffiti and tic-tac-toe and all that other shit that's been going around literally abandoned everything the whole entire her parents or anything just literally left her and, and I feel like just they, graffiti, calling her a vampire, calling her a demon, calling her a monster, but never really truly understand her of the reason of why she is what she is. And like she's the outsider. She was the undesirable when it comes to hero society, and she's getting the backlash of all of it. I feel like they both reconnected. Oh, sorry, not reconnected. I both reconnected in a similar way of how Toga, like you said, and how Toya both have lived in an unpleasant life of ha- by having parents that don't really care or love each other for that because I feel like in the panel in page 8 when he said let's smile Himiko Toga like like, and when he blazed fire to her house I feel like that was his way of saying let's let go of our past and let's just Turn enjoy who we are like let's just let go of what we were and let's just enjoy of what society has made us become and let's just let it all burn that's what I feel like is that the type of symbolic of what he was just saying. Like, let's smile, he makes a toga. But, like, it's more within Dab- uh, to- uh, Toya's strategy, you know? Because he-, he had to keep an eye on Toga because she is going to be, she's the new ace of the entire strategy for the League of Villains with the blood and abilities of Twice. And remember, it's not just even one capsule, she has like a whole arsenal of it. Her, all her blood capsules in her front of her and stuff like that. So Alvis said something as well. I, I, I was making a joke of like, <laughs> what? Like, what trouble kids decide to play tic-tac-toe here? But thank you. It's like, yes. Like, as much as I could joke about like, yeah, okay. I get it that y'all drew the shit. I get it y'all drew the whole demonic, you know, demon, girl and everything. But y'all took the time to play a game of tic-tac-toe while y'all were also drawing these other graffiti. Like, y'all had the time to, hey, bro, let's just play some a quick game. Okay, here's an O, here's an X. Remember, an X. It, it's still graffiti. It's still trash in the house kind of situation. Like I said, the Hero Society has no sympathy or any kind of uh, hope or any way of trying to help cure the person. They just believe, like, they try to force everything onto the person and hoping that they can convert them to what they are now. Instead of, like, rehabilitation, we end up forcing them to try to make them change by punishing them. Instead, If they don't do what they want to do, punish them. If they don't, if they're not acting the right of society, we punish them. And it's just, it just seems like what Hero Society is doing, like, whenever they try to do something, they're always punished, the outsiders and everything. Um, to the chat, um, Ava said, this is for me feels like one of the first scenes where Davi is genuinely bonding with the league. I agree. Because Davi always felt like he was just joined, but like, like a side tangent. Like, he was just there just to be there. Like, he was like the Batman. He was part of the league, but not really part of the league. Like, he was just doing his own missions to use them to accomplish his own missions. But now I feel like he's just having fun and wanting to connect with them in some way. So I feel like that I agree with as well. Feels like her family abandoned the house for a while now. Yes, because that house looks like so ruggedy, like like so many type of graffiti being there, so tore down. Like the house next door looks good, but that house of hers, the trees, the graffiti looks all run down. Looks like no nobody's taking care of it for a while. 
Um, and so, she she becoming a blood lover for almost two years ago, for almost two years now. No, I think I might I think a little bit more longer. Yeah, because I agree. It was longer. during like because uh, like remember it happened when she started obsessing it during school when she with the bird and she bit the bird. And yeah. then when it came to her classmate, she bit the classmate to death. Or that's yeah, what was written on the articles. We don't necessarily know. It's assume where she wait. She did admit that she killed him, right? Yeah, uh, because we remember back when they fought the Liberation Army and the girl that knows all the in- information research she did. She told her. Yeah, that, that was that was what was written done. in these articles. Correct. And like, but it wasn't really necessarily like entirely the truth. You know, they're so, just. From what we know, it's been more than two years that I think Toga has been out, um, out in the runs and out and about. So, my guess. Do you know is... why? No, it's because of her quirk awakening. Is this her quirk awakening like made it her obsession towards blood and oh, that yeah, ability towards blood? Unf- like, usually, people yes. awaken their quirks when they're like at a young age, like at four or five. But she just happened to awaken it when she's at the age of ten. Um. Alva said that she's 17 now. I was, in my head, I'm like, she's between 16 to 18, so I'm glad she's 17. So she's definitely has been on the rumps for definitely less than five years, no more than that, because I remember last time in a flashback, she was like a freshman in high school, or I think in Japan, it's like a freshman middle school. Um, like forgot. somewhere within her middle school, because she was yeah. wearing a black uniform. Yeah, of... and um, if, if I'm correct, that's like about a you Middle school about, yeah. uniform kind of thing. So she has she has definitely always had this type of um obsession like the bird when she was when she was a little girl yes um and she was um and I agree with that but he was aloof with everything but now he just wants to shit on Endeavor but he wants to shit on Endeavor with them as part of the league because um he even brought it up that when you transform if the person is someone close to your heart you'll be able to use the quirk and that's what Sam brought up about the about the awakening back when she, when when she turned to Ochako. Now we came to realize that Dabi took a, the original blood of somebody and that's our boy twice. That is Which makes sense. Remember like he didn't really like remember he faked the whole video, oh no, you killed my best friend twice, even though he was a smiling face, but then he knew that Hawks had the recording and stuff like that. And what they did record was Dobby like confessing all these times the crimes, what's going on, and that sort of thing too. Fake shit. Um, I'm pretty sure like twi- uh, Dobby has a lot, at least a good amount of uh, twice his blood because the more she has, the, the more blood she drinks, the longer the ability lasts. And it, fe- it feels like Dobby knows her quirk really well, knowing that when you transform, if the person, the person, someone close to your heart, you'll be able to use their cork by drawing, drinking their blood, and um, which makes sense of her love for Ochako and how she's able to use it, but also gives you an idea. Remember, she was trying to have this conversation with uh, Uraka, Uraka herself. It's like, so I killed a woman because, but I was using your, I used your blood, I used your cork ability. Don't you see how great it is? It means how much I love you. It's because that amount of blood was enough where I can actually use her quirk. And that's where... It says so much. That's where, in the chat, Abo Demigod brought it up. Quirk Awakening is when a quirk that already exists evolves an AKA when she becomes able to use other people's quirk, AKA Ochako. And with that, quirk manifesting is when a child gets it to begin with, usually by the age of five. 
remember she was holding back since like during that young age she was holding back and even in, if you look at uh she repeats the same thing where like her mom telling her like just restrain yourself for once keep restraining yourself keep holding back keep holding back keep holding back until like you know you're gonna explode and with Elvis, it depends because right now they're in spring in Japan. So it depends if she survives. Will she reach the age of 18 or will she be caught by the prison or will she get killed? But with Hori, he hasn't really killed a lot of villains on their side only twice as of now. He's the only villain that has died on their side. So it really depends on how the circumstances on these um, turn of events of this final arc will start. So so um, I wanted to ask you because like so because this sometimes happens in like D- DC shows. I don't know about Marvel shows, but you know how villains who feel like they don't they're not completely fully villains, and like at the last moment they decide not to go through with the entire plan and just like let the heroes stop their like minions or their like higher up enemies, the villains that sort of stuff. This is the uh, point of no return where you can't back down now you can't step back and do something else you can't quit you have no choice but to do what you need to do of using twice his blood to make the whole sad man parade uh-huh. or you have you can't just you can't turn back now because this is our greatest weapon it's just literally saying like i don't want to be a villain I, I don't want more people to kill i don't want people to die sort of situation that's how you get from that's what you see from like dc shows but i feel like with horikoshi there's no turning back for any of these characters where they're going to follow through of every thing that's going to happen. So there's going to be a sad man parade. There's going to be the whole villains killing heroes and that sort of situation and riders so the, and stuff. So the only person I see that would turn or depends on how he's going to react. Because if you look at page 12, 13, our boy says, yo, you good, bro? Our boy Spinner. Because he goes to Shiraki. What are the fuck is happening in that tunnel in that page? Because I literally have no, no words to describe that panel looking at mad creatures on hand. And then it gets back into Shiraki, comes back into his arm. And then they talk about, like, he's just recovering well from the quirk of Doomsday. And then uh, they speak about a, a, what Spinner could do. But it looks like Spinner's having doubt or his belief on this, but he's only doing it for Shiraki. But I feel like the more that Spinner will observe or for one, and Spinner, um, sorry, of what Spinner will continue observing, of what Ultraman will continue doing, and do <laughs> with Shiraki, it's going to be pretty I interesting. Mean, <laughs> Elvis was like literally hit the nail because that's the first thought I've had too. Uh, Akira Wanker's cramped looking ass. <laughs> that's that's from Akira, um, the movie. Ah, like yes. The whole mutation, the whole weird demon transformation lookalike thing. It's what it looks like. I think it's what's happening is he's retracting it. It's retracting oh, back. Oh, shit. Sam. It's retracting back to his arm, that sort of thing. Yo, Sam, you know what to notice in the final double spread? You uh, know who's that going guy? Isn't that the uh, the Mudman slime dude that all might punch the hell on you? Yes, yeah. that's that. I think if we Holy look closer shit. to some of these people, too, it's some of them looks familiar as well. Well, that's the only one that I could recognize. It is interesting. Um, the one that's looking creepy is the one that has a two leg short um short legs and with two long arms looking creepy ass. So I mean, I, some I, weird I, designs that 
Because I, I mean, see a I couple. see one guy. I see a guy that has the our pro hero um, looking kind of mask with his own sword in that sort of situation. And now uh, Edge, he looks like almost like Edge shot, but without the suit <laughs> kind of thing. But and now I'm kind of thinking, like, 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 hey, can one. we can we can we have him fight Edge shot and have like a whole samurai ninja versus thing? Because that would be dope. <laughs> it's gonna not lie. I'm excited that Hori's gonna make uh, um, hetero morphs people because it's gonna be interesting to look creepy designs, creepy designs that look like bees, slime, uh, whatever the hell this guy with wood or it just look like a downgraded version of our uh Bokomia Woods because that's what I feel like. The guy that looks like next to him with the ugly arm, he looks like a downgraded version of them. But Doomsday Theory Quark, what the hell is that? Is is, is that literally Akira? So, is Maybe? the Akira power movie limiting that? And is that that's Doomsday Theory? I mean, actually, no, that makes the most sense. That makes the most sense because an Akira the movie literally is in a whole entire Doomsday. That actually makes the most sense. <laughs> How come my baby brother went in the dark side? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I mean, uh, he's also sick of the shit. He's been sick of the shit from the hero society since the beginning. <laughs> he went like, damn, brother, you you had to go fuck the big titty girl type of hero. Instead, you could have been out here with me back in the dark woods. No, it's more like you are, we don't we don't official you as a pro hero kind of situation. Like the Jedi, we don't crown you as a Jedi master. We don't crown you as a pro hero. And now you go to the dark side. You cannot sit here with us in the council of Jedis. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Uh, you, you cannot sit here with us as the pro heroes. <laughs> uh, uh, we go to hell. Let's just hope Ed Shot has the high ground. <laughs> uh, it does seem like uh, his quirks and New Order working havoc and he can't control his body over regeneration. If you're talking about Shiraki, that's what I feel like is happening. Yeah, yeah the, doom, the Doomsday Theory thing. Because in the Akira movie, he couldn't control it anymore. And literally all this mutation, all this weird like circus technology made him turn into like a whole giant muck monster. And it literally destroyed the entire like literally destroyed japan so that's what i'm thinking like what if that's like the uh, fail-safe plan where in case that they're not winning doomsday theory doomsday theory quirk just explode and go and ramp it and just destroy japan in general i'm glad i'm glad chat likes my i'm glad chat likes my comment <laughs> yeah me too wasn't, i will go wasn't i wasn't was... isn't kami wood the boyfriend yeah he is that's kami wood right not not ed shot no no I've been talking about Kami was the whole time okay. that he's okay. been dating Mountain Lady Thickness. Mm. So it works out very well. So, But it just makes it interesting. Like, I wonder what type of downgraded or other version of the heteromorphous people. Like, are we going to see some type of ugly bears, ugly type of um, creatures, type of animals that don't look correctly well made because just because they're they were well with the quirks like it's like for example the slime dude he doesn't have a real body or some type of corrected body so like it's gonna be interesting to see him back and then with deku will will deku find him just a little one punch quick or 
curious to see how this other fights will be. Because you know what this panel reminds me of? Because um, I know... I know Vocal Pineapple, other people of content creators of My Hero has made this has made this video. But in My Hero, I think was in like in the opening of season two or part remember of about Deku saying of how he became the greatest hero and then mm-hmm. this whole background of all the villains. I feel like we have probably have seen type of um so, of a so those were like writers slash villains though it's not like all of them are villains it could be like within civilians in that sort of situation too oh that um, is true our boy shoji is is gonna shine in this like we have a couple of classmates that don't look like you know has mm-hmm. body parts of an animal who look different animal look like yeah uh, faces unrecognizable that's not human appearance and shape uh, which Spinner realized, like, yo, I'm not a messiah. And I don't, it's not like I want it to be a whole symbol of all these people who don't look completely human or he has these uh, different shapes and morph, like the whole porcupine, cork lady guys, and then the other two switch. Um, however, because you've been on camera, because you are known that you're the League of Villains. And you have now the other heteromorphous uh, people who who didn't want this in the first place, but now sees you as a, hey, yo, we don't like the hero society because they shun us. They shun how we look. Just because we don't look like them, they just tell us we are nothing. We are not suitable to be heroes because we don't have the look. We don't have the agenda or abilities to do that that sort of thing it literally does bring in the discrimination just like what Elvis says um but for spinner he's in a side of the radical side where like yo it's because of them the hero societies they shun us they look down on us they do everything horrible for us we need to rise up above them that we are better than they are and uh like same thing with Shoji. I think Shoji's gonna have to be the one where he fights Spinner, or at least he has to talk and convince the other heteromorphous uh people as well. So it it really could go any way for this, actually. Like when Alpha One said a year ago in Tartarus Escape, this is a story of how I became the greatest demon king. Yeah. Mm, not many. Not many. At most at, at most it's just like tape arms or uh, Froppy. Oh yeah, Froppy could be involved in this because Froppy is a not turtle. Heteromorphous frog. Heteromorphous, yeah, frog. Yes. Um, what do you think? Uh, what do you think about Mina? Because she looks like an alien. That too, but then she has more of the human shape, human kind of look still, though. Like the whole two hands, two legs, and just have antennas, and yeah, she's pink. Like she still looks more humanoid shape. If what if what I'm, it's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, so it's a, you... it's a weird combination of if you don't have the human body shape, you are not human, kind of thing, or you're not classified as us, and that sort of thing. Yeah, it's gonna be very interesting of how that's gonna occur um, with the characters of. My villain Kademia and where's I mean, there's also Gang Orca, and he's a hero, even and like a whole party members as well too. That is true. He's a whole damn whale. 
Um, but I guess like it's the more different kind of mutation look, and people who were bullied when they were kids because they had that certain look, and they're not, and like they got laughed at and picked on, and even worse if they actually wanted to be heroes when they grow up, but then they just said, no, you're not going to be a hero. You're going to be whack. You're going to be yeah, that sort of stuff. And like, you know, that leads to villain. That leads to villainy. But I'm curious to see if... It does, it, it, does make, it does make a whole lot of sense too, because when it came to Dobby, he wanted to be a pro hero like his father. He wanted to be like Endeavor's protege hero kind of thing, but bad past, that's confliction, and he became a villain. I don't know if Toga wanted to be a kind of hero, but she wanted to be a symbol kind of like person. But that's the thing, because I think with Dav, um, with Spinner, I think she's, I, I think with Spinner, if he interacts with, uh, with, with what's his name that likes to drink blood, um, and gets people paralyzed. I'm sorry. Who's the person that likes to um taste people's blood, but then he, but then he gets them paralyzed. Stain? Stain, thank you. So, if Spinner meets Stain, Stain, technically Stain, what looked human in the beginning? No, no, but he, I'm he saying, was actually... no, but I'm saying that if Spinner gets to meet Stain during this last final arc, because I believe in the next two or three chapters, by chapter three forty five, three forty four, the latest, we will Stain... see the final arc starting, and if Stain meets with Spinner, Spinner will come back to understanding that he needs to stop all this or bring back Shiraki into understanding that he's doing something wrong. Because I feel like... I, I feel remember, like... What... Spinner joined the League of Villains originally because of Stain. So now be, No, but his motivation changed where I'm staying because of Shigaraki. So if you'll come back to it. I don't think so. Because now, like, he's being famous. He's being looked at as a messiah for the wrong reason. Even he doesn't like it. But un- un- unfortunately... Um, uh, the technology, uh, the media, social, the media guy does, will never like let him back away from it. It's too late. You're the only person who can talk to everybody. You're the only person that can lead the writers, the other heteromorphosis uh, humans, people, and lead the revolution. And remember, throughout the entire My Villain Academia, remember he was also driving the truck and the, the volume, the microphone, the speakers, and all that stuff like that. He did his part. He did his own famous part too. Um, yeah, because I agree with Albert. Like, especially since Stain went off and do his own thing after talking to All Might, he feels that he should have done at least one more thing before we never see Stain again within the manga. So, like, I feel like Stain has one more thing left to do. And I think spinner, he's he was fine. So Remember, he said like, like once everything is fixed up and better repaired for a better new hero society, you could come after the hero killing hero killer Stain with the new heroes that rise above this situation and problems he's done he's not helping the villains and he's not helping the heroes anymore he was helping all might just so that you know have the hero all might to capture him and put him back into prison that sort of thing but like he doesn't care anymore he's just like nah i'm good I, i'm know. just gonna sit back and watch this happen i'm on the board the... that i just i just stand coming back in some way and it will connect to spinner i see it possibly happening down the line because he's the because Stain is the anti-hero, like the real, real anti-hero. In this situation, Spinner is now being looked as a full-on villain, infamous infamy villain to the hero society, but also the heroes of 
the heteromorphous uh, that got shunned by. It, it's just more of he's getting famous for the wrong reason, but now like you can't go back, you can't turn back of who you, you can't turn back time of what you did in your actions, and now you come to the point where. Yeah, you're 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 going through this for the long run. There's no turning back for this. Yeah, this is this was spinners like, no no turn back. You 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 ride or die. You you you're riding through the end. You ride or die into this with us now. It is Sam, ride or die though. Just a, a coming for you. They said yes, Sam. But I also think it will make sense for Stain to understand how he was analyzed like he analyzed Omar and not like that like. But here's the thing, but the difference All between Might. stain, but the difference between stain and All Might is that people encourage people to look, uh, to to look at people, for people to look at All Might as an inspiration, as to people to to become in a better of this current hero of that current hero society. When it came to stain, people, villain, the other side of the picture, where yeah, we see stain as someone that we should become to rebel the rules, change up the hero society. Where all of this, the, yo, society's whack. Is all his problems and all that other stuff. He, this is no longer like we ex- we already exposed that. Yeah, there was so many faults and wrongs with the human hero society, but now like, what's the rest of your take? You exposed the truth. You technically destroyed the hero society of previous of what it is of what it was now, and now a need to be a rebuild, not causing more of destruction. Like, isn't it? Causing more of destruction is also like trampling any hope of any real changes from the hero side in itself. When it comes, if you're gonna destroy all that, it, the entire world, it's all that's left is chaos and destruction and the whole chaos, chaosity of everybody in the quirk users and that sort of thing. And uh, and I do think he'll either die the hero killer or be in prison after both helping the war effort. We'll see though. I think Stain did his part. Like, I don't know. I feel like there's still something left for his character. There's still something left before we end with the series. Um, whenever that happens at the end of the year or beginning of next year, but I feel like there's still something left to happen for his character to bring to us, the audience, and for the cast and stuff. Uh, exactly. Stain wanted change, not necessarily destruction and tyranny, like shaking off. Okay. Yeah, but changes already can happen with either whoever wins in either side he could just sit back and wait to see like what kind of change will happen during this situation in time it's literally being like yeah i did my part of the story i've inspired enough uh, I, i've become a voice of the voiceless of the part the bad parts of heroes of what's wrong with hero society i've been in prison i still need to finish doing up my time but I want to see the true heroes of the real hero societies to rise above and to really capture me and stuff. He can't really, like, again, I see why he want to have Stain to help up the heroes even more somehow. So that, cause if he doesn't help, there's no more, there's no more real true heroes to come and help arrest, to arrest him and stop him, that sort of thing. But at the same time, if the heroes are not able to go through this challenge, able to come out on top of this fight even though they are disadvantaged they are the underdogs of this very moment they wouldn't like like what else can we call you you can't really consider as pro hero if i were to help you you know uh i agree with others like it would be cool especially with other characters we want to get to shine like we have heard that there's there's the last final arc there's the last final act 
So we just have to see how it's going to come to fruition. Like I said, like, I think the final act or arc is going to start in the next two, three chapters. Once we get into more all of the other side stories of who became a hero, minus one, or see the last character that we need to see before we started. Like, we might need to see a bit more of Shiraki and more of the characters before we start. So my assumption, in the next two or three chapters, we will see when the final arc will happen and start away. So I'm good either way. Yep. Right there. I have it said it perfectly. So I feel like this was a beautiful, nice discussion of chapter 341 before we go on break. And we get the next chapter of My Hero on February 6th. Yeah, on February 6th. We'll Same time, we'll, we'll come back with uh, Kaiju number 8 and everything like that. And we'll also pause on Black Clover again during that same week. And then we'll be talking again the next following week. Yeah, so hopefully, um, hopefully you guys are fine with this Black Clover uh, coming back every two weeks. Because we've been in, we've been stagging with My Hero. And also gives us a break to talk about Undone Luck. Maybe add Sakamoto days, um, add other series that we could come and add the when other series are on break because I feel like it gives us the audience um, and ourselves more to talk about and have a discussion of other series of part of Shonen Jump. And I'm good, Sam, with not talking about Boruto or Super because I okay. saw next month Boruto and Super drops on a Sunday. Uh, so February twentieth. Correct. Okay. So um, I'm fine with. We'll see. Um, we'll, we'll see what happens during that time too. Yeah. Cause... But I will. I will say. I promise that we will talk about my hero. Oh, well, we will talk about my hero always. I promise that we'll talk about Dragon Ball Super manga <clears throat> and bro to the Naruto next generation next month for sure. So like, definitely... I'm, I'm sure like uh, Ray wants to talk about. Well, doesn't want to talk about Super, especially when it comes to this chapter. Because from this Twitter post, he says, yo, they did Vegeta really dirty again. I haven't read the chapter yet, so that's why I I couldn't give any discussion. But um, I will check out the chapter, see what's up, see what happens, and I'll give my quick thoughts. But uh, everyone going to break. Yeah, I hate to see it. See, stay healthy, everyone, and don't pull a Togashi. Definitely don't pull Togashi because he hasn't put out a new chapter in, what, two, three years now, if I, if I remember correctly? Uh, two years plus. Two, oh, plus two years. years plus. But other than that, guys, like we further do, my here discussion chapter three, four, and one has ended. Now, Sam, what was your favorite chapter on today's issue on Weekly Shonen Jump issue eight? Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna have three classifications. One for like the longest running one. That's what I call the heavyweights. Okay. Okay. Uh, the second one is like towards the middle. So I, I'm gonna say between a good chapter seventy plus seventy to like more than 70 chapters i would say all right because uh, like you know like if you have more than 70 chapters you lasted more than a year and now you're within like the other divisions and that sort of stuff and then the super juniors which is the new mangas that came out the um, 20 and less recently yeah i so less than 20 i didn't get axed just yet so that's why i have three classifications all right tell us a big one um I gotta give it to JJK because that's the final conclusion of that fight, Agreed. and that was very interesting. That was really good. Yes, guys, I know that my hero people, the Toga lovers, the it's gonna like start hating us. We're like, you are you talking about? Oh, Toga, oh, we oh my god, Toga it's been a while, oh my god. I know, I know, and like the whole Sandman parade, blood, and all that. Just, I no, know, I I'm know, but that's potential stuff. That's gonna be potential stuff that we will see in the future. I get it. It's great. Yes. 
We'll get that in towards the later, but JJK, we having this fight currently now where people are discussing, yo, which was better, Yuji versus Hikaruma or the Megumi versus Reggie fight? And then, like, it's just more information strategy-wise, the fight hand-to-hand combat. It's just, I love it more. JJK wins this one for me for this lineup ahead of Masho, which is cool, which is okay. Oh, do you like Masho? I read Masho. Most, uh, um, uh, no, 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 Middleweight, I would say, is because um, uh, there's sort of like the like, the, like the, let's let's call it like the whole the intercontinental title or the TNT title, you know, like the because <laughs> you want to call it like that. There's another like, Takamoto Days, Elusive Samurai, and there is uh, there's one and Masho. So those technically are your are and and those Maguchan because those are the ones you read. So those are your it is those are what I read. Um, so which are those are your winner of your intercontinental so, champion? Um, I'm going to give it to Sakamoto Days for this one, even though it's literally the first chapter after the end, after technically a fight arc of, from their side already. Um, even though not too much has happened, it was Sakamoto fighting one of the the Jaws um, assassins, and they were all former classmates, and we learning more about. Uh, who was that hidden, um, hidden that hidden classmate that was also a top assassin, and also reveals like there was actually a third one within the group between Sakamoto, the annoying friend that he has, and some third person character that's um, that's in a silhouette that we don't know how he looks like and that sort of thing. But yeah, I would give Sakamoto Day it's um, the, the the welterweight title. All right, I would say the intercontinental title. Tier three, title. which is. PPP, super... uh, and Ayashiman, Doran, uh, Doran, Doran, protect me, uh, protect yeah. me, uh, So, um, I read that too. People were wondering, like, how come the protect me, Shugamaru was like a whole, like, how come this is only a web only? Oh, that's why it's a web only. Yeah, it's a lot of, um, there's, there's a lot of penis jokes in about that say, chapter. Sam, just be upfront. Just say a lot of dick jokes out here. Just say it. Just be upfront. Because... <laughs> like, there's so many like jokes into this. So many image of it, and um, they try yeah. to. When you Sam, actually have the mangaka has some screenshots of it, and I was like, question, uh, like, wait, this is dead as a whole. The joke back in the day. Hey, do you have a dollar fifty? You like, you literally see the dick and the balls on the shoulder. Like, you already see it. And I'm like, wow. Okay, cool. This is just wow. <laughs> it's a four dollar fifty. Like shit, it's, it literally is. And you have a nine year old boy literally talking about making all these jokes and that shit. Like, yo, what the fuck is this? Um, Ayashiman, I read it. It is very interesting to know of how the how boss the sister is in her new form, and Duran 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 have his whole like the main characters. Uh, toughest uh, one of his uh, traumatic moments come to be into this chapter. I this one is like a little bit harder because they weren't 
all as great to me. Uh, I feel like if I read PPPVP, it would have been um, look looks it looks really interesting from all its panels, and looks actually looks really good. Well, art's fantastic from what uh, from what I've been looking at. Art, it, like, it really does. It really does. Um, I haven't read Blue Box, and that's still continuing. After, it's already almost at chapter forty. You know, sports manga has its own edges and has its own inspiration and hope, and it's also a romance. And plus, Sam, that's the only sports manga going on right now, so it needs to survive. <laughs> that's literally the only sports <laughs> it's, one. So it's the only survival it has left. So, like, um, so it's like literally the only one that's pushing there. So, hey, that's something. So, if I'm only having these three to choose, it's really hard because I think. I probably give it to the dick jokes. <laughs> yeah, just it say it like that. Just call it the perfect <laughs> instead of going to dick jokes. <laughs> Woo! Wow. Okay. It was just like literally the whole mangaka said, "Like, yo, I'm sorry in her comment box." It's like it's like all these inappropriate stuff. Yes, I know. I'm sorry. It's just hey, yeah. Oh wow. Um, Haiku fans need need that Pac Man. Uh, uh. I miss IQ. Um, I I haven't finished the series, but I watched up to season three. I still need to watch. I still need to finish season three and four. But hey, season five is coming up soon. Uh, I'm hearing the rumors to wrap up um the last arc of IQ. Um, beautiful series, and I agree with what you said. I saw something that if you read if you read the mid Robocop, definitely ill. Cause I don't know how that series Robocop. How many chapters that? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? A lot. 73. Technically, it's in the welterweight. It passed the year mark. Oh, wow. Damn, wow. Wow. Woo! Anyway, um, I I definitely need to catch up to some series. I've been slacking. Um, I plan to... I, I keep telling myself that, but I plan to do it this week. Definitely plan to watch, um, read Ayashima, Dororo Dundon, whatever, how you pronounce it, and the other one that comes on Monday. Dun, 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 dun. And um, I'll check out the six piece. I'll, I will. Yeah, I, I will definitely try the six piece. Um, it's it's definitely fun for sure. Um, I don't know about Ayakichi Triangle. Um, I know it's still there, it's still surviving. But it's if also you don't, web only too. Web only too. But if you don't, anybody in the chat, anybody in the podcast, go read Mission Yosakura Family. Go check it out. Have fun. Have a good time. But for my chapter of the week, um, since I haven't read much and I'm a bit behind, is JJK. Such a great chat. As much as I love Toga, as much as I love the fan art, and as much as I love the Route 34 of Toga and everything else around there, JJK was definitely the better chapter when it involves around it the storytelling and the lore of the curse techniques and the curse power of these characters. And our boy, it, it, it was everything that we needed and wanted to be during that time, and it executed perfect perfectly. So uh, that, I think that's the reason why it won. So I definitely enjoyed JJK. So that's definitely my chapter of the week. Lesson was your chapter of the week down below in the comment section of our of our YouTube. And if you listen to podcast audio, do, definitely go tweet us. Lesson, what was your favorite chapter of the week? And I was definitely please if you heard good things of Mission Musical Family, it means we are right. It means you should go check it out. It's 114 chapters right now, but highly recommend it because it's such a good series. And it's a well series. If you enjoy Spy X Family, you will enjoy Mission Musical Family a lot more. And if the boys want a nice fun romance. Hakoda Gauss are a super adorable on Manga Plus. Okay, we will check that out and we will look at your recommendations. So, this is it about the podcast, the show of Shona Ronin, um, episode 31. And this was our weekly Shonen um, jump issue coverage number eight of this year. So, hope you guys enjoyed this. Definitely um, like, comment, subscribe, 
don't forget to wear um, don't forget to wear the follows. All those links are down below in the description. Social media, Patreon, yeah. will support Next us. Under, under bash. We will be we will be updating a lot of stuff within the coming weeks. Sam is going back to school. So we will do the best we can with content um outside of that because Sam will be a busy man and me going back to work in a full-time schedule. So we will see what what we can do and be you guys in content. So hopefully you guys enjoy. I'll see you guys in the next one.